Touch you, you feel me? Sugar coat only gon' candy around me, you me? Love. You were saying, lie to me. You lied to me. The Martians. You were saying that you really hope for me to Yo, what up everybody? I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Ball and Beach Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, B. Spence. How's everybody doing out there? Uh, first off, want to apologize for my raspy little voice that's going on this episode. I definitely have been getting over a, a slight sinus infection, so I'm a little raspy, but I'll be all right. We're still going to give you a good show here today. Uh, and also, I want to go ahead and talk about my, my guest host today, a uh, real, real good friend of mine, very knowledgeable brother on many different aspects. You ask him about anything, he's going to know something about it and tell you about it, speak intelligently about it. Uh, also, man, dope photographer, you know, you've, you've, you've probably, uh, seen some of his pics on Instagram and Facebook. If if you follow me, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, what I'll do, let me, let, let me go ahead and introduce my guest here. Uh, my main man, Joe, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's happening, fam? You know, appreciate we, the intro. Right. <laughs> get into a couple of things here. Uh, go, go ahead. Uh, uh, uh. You know, go ahead and just introduce yourself and uh, let everybody know, you know, some of the couple of things that you got going on. Yeah, I'm uh, Joe Lewis, uh, Lewis Photography. Uh, Instagram is uh, J. Lewis underscore photography. Facebook is uh, Joe Lewis. And uh, and uh, basically, man, uh, you can you can reach me for the photography. I got a, I got a lot of stuff that I'm working on, man, uh, doing video shoots, doing, uh, you know, different events, weddings. Uh, portraits, you know, pretty much anything that that that's out there, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get my hands on. So, if you need some uh, some photography work, you know, hit me up, and uh, you can reach me, you know, via both of those uh, media outlets, you know, Instagram and uh, and Facebook. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna ask you for a few questions there, uh, and and the first one is definitely pretty simple. Uh, what you know? What is it that made you actually just get into photography and, and start getting into that yourself? And it has a lot to do with um, being asked out of out of necessity, man. Somebody having a wedding, and um, you know, I had a camera, and uh, really hadn't done a lot with the camera. Took some shots with the family one day, you know, and um, you know they asked me to do their wedding, so. <clears throat> You know, I'm telling them, I'm like, yo, um, I'm not no professional, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, they like, man, just come on and get your feet wet, you know. So um, I did that wedding and uh, learned a lot from it. I actually picked up a mentor, you know, and, uh, you know, a more experienced photographer. 
walked me through a lot of the different things that, um, you know, needed to be done and, you know, just kind of pushed me in the right direction, you know, got me on my way. And uh, from that point, you know, I just been, you know, working my craft, you know, trying to build my skill and, um, you know, get better every every day, you know, with uh, with doing what I'm doing and uh, just networking, <clears throat> um, you know, different people like yourself, uh, getting the name out there. I've done, you know, done another wedding and uh, I've done, like I said, done some portrait work. Um, I actually got a <clears throat> product shoot uh, that'll be coming up at the first of the year for a local company. Um, so like I said, man, I, it's, it, it was more out of necessity, you know, somebody just pushing me in that direction. Oh, well, well, it seems like it, you know, uh, it was a good thing to happen because I mean, when I look through, I see nothing but dope pictures Appreciate all the that. time. Appreciate that. Uh, I know you've, I, I've seen your work with the, um, with Rod Smooth, uh, with, with his video as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's definitely some some top quality work. Appreciate that. Uh, you 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 would have thought that you'd been in you know in the photography game for about ten years at least. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And you know, and, and that was and, and actually just to just to bring up, uh, you know, last night you did did the photo work. You know, yeah. with us down at the hideout. Yeah. You know, just to bring it up, you know, shout out to DJ Quip. I was talking to him. Yeah. Shout out to DJ Quip. <clears throat> Cause you know he he didn't even know that we knew each other, right? Or maybe it didn't click or something like yeah. that, you know. Cause I know you would hit me up like, "Yo, I'm on the way to the hideout." That's it. And I know you, and I'm like, right. "For what? Right. What you exactly. doing?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So just like, yeah, you know, he hit me up to do the photography. I said, "Oh, cool." So you know, I get there, and uh, and he start working up, walking up. I was like, "Yeah, that go Joe right there. Come do the pictures." He was like, "Ah, oh, you know him too." I was like, bro, he was there when we had the meet and greet with Lil Ronnie Mother F. He did all them pictures and stuff that I was in. And he was like, oh, that was him. That was dope. Da, da, da. You know, I just seen his social media and thought it was dope. I was like, yeah. So, you know, man, it's it's, it's a lot of networking going on, bro. It so. is. Yeah, it is, man. And, and it's powerful, you know, when, uh, when, you, when you put it to use, you know what I'm saying? So definitely uh, appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, shout out to DJ Quip. You know what I'm saying for um, hitting me up, man, and, and giving me that opportunity, man, because it was uh, it was much appreciated. So uh, let me ask you a, a couple couple more specific questions here. Um, what's been um, what 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 would you say has been your most enjoyable gig thus far? <clears throat> Probably. Uh, I say last night, man. I mean, <laughs> last night, last night was pretty lit, man. And and um, I, I just, um, it, it just, it, it was just a different setting, you know. what I'm saying because I had never done it before. I mean, I've done portraits and, um, you know, done done the weddings, you know. So um, to to be in a, you know, an atmosphere where it was just, you know, a lot of people, you know, having a good time and. <clears throat> I mean that's 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 really what I like to do. I like to capture people, you know, in 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 impromptu, um, rather than necessarily everybody just posing and cheesing, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> for the camera. You feel me? And uh, and it was just it was just hilarious, man. When when you start to realize that, you know, everybody that's in the club, man, is uh, 
not supposed to be in the club, you know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, they see that camera coming, man, and, and it was a couple couple of girls, you know what I'm saying, they ran the other way, and it was a couple of, <laughs> you know, a couple of dudes, it was like, bruh, if you don't put that camera down, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to get with you, you know, and it was like, you know, so I got to the point where I was just kind of like, you know, I show them the camera first, and... <laughs> and, <laughs> and my uh, fault, my fault. And, and uh, you know, if they was like, you know, yeah, come on, take the shot, you know what I'm saying, then I would go ahead and get the shot, but... You like I said, man, it was uh, it was it was a couple of people off in there that wasn't supposed to be in off in there last night. So, but yeah, the uh, the club the club was nice, man. I, I I really had a good time, and uh, just being in that atmosphere, man, it was it was pretty dope. That's what's up, man. You know, I, I'm glad that that could have been one of the most enjoyable ones, man. You know, we try to keep it live, try to keep it lit. Oh uh, yeah, it was definitely lit. Um, so so how about this? Um. What would you say, kind of, kind of, as of right now? I don't want to say like a dream gig, but uh, what, what, what kind of uh, area, uh, you know, would you be most interested in moving into? Like, what type of photo shoot? What type of setting? You know, are you most, you know, looking forward to getting into? Um, I'd say probably. Um you know, doing a shoot for a celebrity, man, you know, um, mm. you know, doing a shoot for, um, you know, a major, major corporation or major business, you know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, uh, it's the money's on the, um, the commercial side of things, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool getting the money, um, you know, off the weddings and off the portraits, but, um, you know, to have, to have something, you know, publicized or, you know, uh, have your work seen worldwide <coughs> or, um, you know, do something for somebody that's that's real we're known, you know. Uh, definitely uh would be nice, you know. But uh like I said, I, I you know, I'm still in the beginning stages of what I'm doing. I'm I'm just, you know, just trying to advance as as um as much as I can, you know, and um you know, I think those opportunities, you know, they'll eventually land in my lap, man, you know, to where I'll be able to take advantage of them, you know. Definitely. Yeah, I'm I, I definitely see them, you know, people's gonna eventually start coming to you i mean people is already coming to you now you know what i mean so definitely see that going a whole lot further uh <clears throat> another thing uh wanted to go ahead and ask you about about the uh photography uh what what would you say just just coming from the beginning stages what would you say if you can just give me the 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 top three how can i word it what what would you say would be your top three keys to just like the perfect photo? Top three keys. That's a good question, ain't it? Yeah. yeah that's a good <laughs> top three keys. Um, Freestyling questions, baby. Man, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I say one would would be, um, you know location you know mm. locations is always um you know key you know and 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 creating a dope you know what i'm saying image i think um you know because that goes a long way with um <clears throat> you know just a, a plain you know place or you know something that has uh graffiti or 
Um, even even like being in the club last night, you know, with the lights and 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 just you know the people, and and just showing the excitement and what was going on and everybody having a good time, you know what I'm saying. So um, you know, definitely location. Um, I'd say um, you know the wardrobe, man. I mean, it's it's key. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You know, it it it's it's one thing to, um, you know, it, it you got to be fresh, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just the bottom line. You got to be fresh. You know what I'm saying? I can only do so much with the camera, but you know what I'm saying? The per the person that I'm shooting, you know what I'm saying? They got to be fresh, man. Or even if it's not even a person, you know, like I said, it, it it ties back into that location. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could find a dope spot to take a shot at, and. <clears throat> You know, there, there, of course, there's other factors, but I would say, you know, location, you know, if we're talking on, on a personal level, you know, then uh, wardrobe um, and and for a person, you know, they, they swag, you know what I'm saying? You know, being able to, um, you know, work with the photographer to, to, to give them something that the photographer can actually capture, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and I think, uh, you know, some of that ties back to the, to the photographer to, you know, draw out of them as well because, <clears throat> you know, you got to know how to, um, you know, have people pose, you know what I'm saying, how people, yeah. you know, present themselves, you know what I'm saying, that it's going to reflect in a certain way and, and be able to give off that perspective. You basically um, got to be a director too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And, and, and I mean, r literally, that's what you're doing. You're directing, you know what I'm saying, but except it's just a still shot, you know what I'm saying. It's not, you know, you, you're, not, you're not doing a movie, you know, but, yeah, it's the same thing, I think. So, uh, yeah, those three things, you know what I'm saying? But, um, like I said, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a lot of, of other things, you know, um, make sure you know your equipment. Yeah, <laughs> that is, that is definitely key, you know, uh, you know, cause you got some cats out here, man, they, they, they really don't know their equipment, you know what I'm saying? Got top dollar equipment, yeah. don't know how to use don't know it, how to huh? use it, you know? So, uh, it's definitely worth the while to, um, you know, take time to, to read the manual a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Watch a couple of videos, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I you know, a lot of what I've learned has been self-taught, you know. YouTube has, uh, you know, become my best friend, man, when it comes to learning different techniques, learning different, you know, lighting styles and apertures. And, you know, now I'm talking about, you know, photographer jargon. But, you know, just <laughs> different things that, that go into, um, you know, capturing the image in a, in a way that's going to look, professional and you know kind of you know build your own and and grow your own style of shooting you know and uh like i said it's just it's a lot of learning man i mean it's 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 and i and i've really become my biggest critique man i mean i'll i'll go through pictures man and and uh you know think that i've gotten them to a certain point and uh you know it's it's like I come back to him and I'm like, okay, nah, this ain't right, you know. What I'm yeah. saying I can't I can't send this out looking like this, you know. Like a little Dr. Dre syndrome, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's never enough, you know. What I'm saying it's never enough. So yeah, definitely, man. All right, all right, man. I, I, I some good info to have. Uh, definitely, man. Check out his photography. You know, Jay Lewis photography. As you that's on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. You know, so and, and we'll say that again at the end of the show too. But sure. I just wanted to say it here now. 
because uh, last episode, uh, me and my man CGs, you know, we definitely yeah, gave man. you that shout out there. So, that, you know, what was next but to have you on the next episode right. after giving the <laughs> shout outs, you know. Uh, so we're going to go ahead, uh, wrap up this little section here. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of the Ball and Beast podcast. What's up, JJ? His beat is dope, boy. Let's get it. I'm on. Run that shit, JJ. You know we don't play. Going off the day. And this beat is straight. Yeah, I'm off the leash. That boy is like a beast. Spitting all this heat. I need a chick that's on fleek. That can't fuck with me. In between the sheets. I know you a freak. So I'm finna eat. I'm a shining piece. Ain't nobody on my team. I can do it by myself. Cause the talk is cheap. Working, working. I'm working hard. Working, working, I'm working hard. Working, working, I'm working hard. Working, just to be a star. Working, working, I'm working hard. Working, working, I'm working hard. Working, working, I'm working hard. Working, just to be a star. All right, everybody, thanks for sticking with us through that break. Welcome back to more of the Ball and Beach podcast. Once again, I'm your host, B. Spence. Got my guests with me today, my man Joe with J. Lewis Photography. Now we're gonna get into a few of our sports topics here. Uh some 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 very uh intriguing topics. Uh the first one I wanna uh get into uh is about the uh the newly found NFL players coalition. Uh basically it was a group of NFL players uh that got together to basically work with the NFL officials to basically come to some type of agreement uh, in regards to the NFL players protesting during the national anthem. Um, so what, and it's basically caused a, a fracture of sides between the players because uh, what was going on, there was an agreement that was made between the NFL and the players coalition to where they would basically, uh, they would be donating up to $100 million dollars uh, for whatever cause uh, that the players wanted it to go to, uh, if they would end the protest. Now that did cause some some issues. Uh, there was a couple players, Forty Nine er safety Eric Reed, and uh, let me see, let me make sure I get the right uh, people here. Eric Reed, and I want to say it was. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I want to say it was Michael Bennett. No, 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 it wasn't Michael Bennett. It was uh, Eric Reed and uh, Dolphin Safety, Michael Thomas. Uh, basically, what they said were they were leaving the Players Coalition. Um, uh, I'll go ahead. I'm going to read a statement uh, from uh, Michael Thomas and Eric Reed that they posted on Twitter uh, while they were leaving the coalition. <clears throat> uh, so what they say is... Uh, with much thought and consideration, I've decided to officially withdraw my involvement in the Players Coalition, founded by Malcolm Jenkins and Anquan Bowden. The Players Coalition was supposed to be formed as a group that represents NFL athletes who have been silently protesting social injustices and racism. However, Malcolm and Anquan can no longer speak on our behalf as we don't believe the Coalition's beliefs are in our best interest as a whole. We will continue to have dialogue with the league to find equitable solutions, but without Malcolm and Anquan as our representatives. Now, 
uh, what a, a, a few of them had issues with. Basically, they didn't involve Colin Kaepernick in the discussions whatsoever for basically something that he started. Right. Uh, and so what I feel like uh, a, a lot of people think that is going on is that basically it was a payoff. Yeah. Is what it seems like. It's exactly what it sounds like. So uh, uh, give me your thoughts on that since I've explained so much well, into it already. <clears throat> I mean, I, and and I hadn't been keeping up with it. And actually, this is the first I had heard of it. But um, you know, the whole the whole thing with Kaepernick and and everything that's been going on with the NFL has um, been, you know, something. Of course, that this country has never seen before. You know, um, on any level. Um, but the fact that it's happening in the sports arena, um, which is something that you know, so many people. Uh, tune into and you know support. Um, it's 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 an imp- it's an impact that uh, you know can carry on for years. You know if uh, one it's not handled in the right way, and I think that um, you know if it was you know just me putting myself in the shoes of of, of anybody you know this that that you know NFL or whatever. It it definitely seems like a payoff, um, you know. The whole thought that you know people are making decisions, you know, is never a good idea if it's not a whole community of um, you know decision being put forth. And and the fact that they don't have Kaepernick involved in this in this thing is uh, kind of a slap in the face, you know, to him. It's a travesty. Yeah, it it really is because you know he st- he started this based off of. Um, injustices that were going on in this country <clears throat> and, and really nothing to do with the NFL, nothing to do with the, the flag, nothing to do with the, um, the, 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 um, the, the, the star spangled banner, you know, any of that. Um, and, and, and I think that it's, it's had the wrong reception and, you know, perception, you know, from people that, Oh, he's just being racist, or he's being this and that, you know, and not truly understanding the, the, you know, the cause behind it. When the cause behind it is that there are injustices being played out, you know, upon uh, black males, black people, period, you know, African Americans, and um, you know, he's seen the need to to take a stand, you know, but it shouldn't it shouldn't require everyone to, um, you know, chastise or uh, you know, ostracize an individual for deciding to take a stand when there's people in this country that take stands every day and they're not being treated that way. Well, it depends on the stand that you're taking. That you're taking, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, it's, and, it, and, and, and and I don't know, I just think that, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to end up being um, a different league, you know, when this is all said and done, for sure, um, you know, one of the things that I, I didn't like was, you know, um, you know, the, the, the players being told how to think, you know, um, and, and it's kind of like, you know, the control situation, you know, it, you know, I, I, I'm here to do a job, you know, and, and, uh, you know, let me do my job, but, you know, it's kind of like, um, you don't want me to voice how I feel in regards to that, you know, so, um, 
it, 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 it's just a touchy subject, you know, that, that, uh, with patriotism in this country, you know, I get that, <clears throat> but at, at the same time, um, but this being one of being the greatest country in the world, man, I mean, everyone's supposed to have justice, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's supposed to be treated equal. And I mean, that's obviously not what's happening, you know? So, um, it's just something that this, this country I think has, has ran from. And, uh, you know, the, the more, more it, it continues to go on, the, the, the worse of the situation is going to be. Oh, it, it definitely will get worse. And you, you've got so many people outside trying to change the narrative about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you know, you, you've got the president saying things about the NFL. Yeah. You've got, uh, you know, one of our hometown, hometown guys, Papa John, CEO, yeah. John Snyder saying, saying these things now. Um, and, you know, the thing with this deal, like you said, I agree. It was basically it's a payoff. We're going to mm-hmm. give all these money in your name to these causes. Stop yeah. protesting. Y'all, y'all causing us money. Well, Kaepernick still don't have a job. Exactly. Exactly. So all of that don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. And, I mean, if they're willing to give up $100 million, we're talking about a proverbial drop in the bucket, you know, in the pockets of the NFL. Bro, that's a contract. You know, exactly. Exactly. That's a contract. That's, so a, that's, that's, a, that's a low-end contract. Right, a low-end contract. That's, so that's nothing to them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not really like they're, they're really putting forth any effort or anything that's uh, – Well, let me say that's a low-end contract for a franchise quarterback. Sure. That's that's what I yeah, mean by that. Yeah. I mean, and and they're not really it's 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 not that they're in, and and I mean, my, I, I guess my thought also is, what charity are they going to put that towards? To you know, how how is that money going to be spent? You know, what I'm saying who's going to truly benefit and and who's going to make the decision of where that those funds go to? You know, right? Um, How's that going to benefit the cause that they were actually silently to, protesting? Right, exactly. So if it's not going to do that. And and we're not going to see any type of um, you know movement and change, you know that's needed in, to take place. Then I mean, uh, you know, the efforts are really falling on deaf ears, you know, for all that's concerned. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see how that moves forward. Yeah, what's gonna what's going to go from there? Yeah. The players coalition, what what that does, <clears throat> and I'm sure that. You know, I'll definitely revisit that again on the show. Absolutely, it's been a reoccurring thing. There's new updates every 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 episode. It seems like so. <laughs> we'll we'll keep our ears to that. Uh, uh, the next thing we'll go to, we'll we'll go back to uh, we'll go to college basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, some to, uh, another local issue. Um, so I'll I'll go into it this way. So you know, of course, Rick Pitino was fired by the University of Louisville in October. He's now filed a lawsuit in federal court accusing the university of a breach of contract. And he's asking for damages of over $35 million, which he says is the full remaining unpaid amount of his contract that ran until 2026. So he's asking for his money for the next nine years. You want that bread, man. I mean. Pay what you owe, right? Right. So, so of course, the reason that he's suing, you know, of course, they terminated him. Uh, because he was implicated in the FBI complaint alleging the conspiracy to bribe mm-hmm. recruits to play at Adidas-affiliated universities. Uh, on top of that, they did add, you know, Louisville's escort recruiting scandal mm-hmm. and uh, the fact that Patino didn't inform the university when the now-arrested agent, Kristen Dawkins, was on campus in May. Uh, so 
before I get into my opinion on it, let me let me tell you, <laughs> let me ask you how you feel about this lawsuit that he's now doing because he that, he already filed a lawsuit against Adidas as well oh, for so breach did, of contract. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, he a few weeks ago he filed the lawsuit against Adidas for a breach of con. Well, it wasn't for it wasn't for the breach of contract because they did terminate. He had a separate contract with Adidas, with them, yeah. but he sued them basically for him getting fired at U of L because he was saying Adidas people was doing the bribery and he didn't have nothing to do with it. So, but but how do you feel about his lawsuit against the University of Louisville Athletics Department? Um. Man, I mean, you know, I'm a Louisville fan, man, and, um, you know, nothing's going to change about that. But I think that, um, you know, this this whole fiasco, man, is um, it, it really looks more like a witch hunt, you know. Um, like there are really uh, – you know, my thing is if, if the feds came out and said, you know, yeah, we got Rick, you know, on wiretap um, – we got the transcripts, you know, we're going to make them available. Um, you know, we got all this evidence, you know, and, um, you know, we know for a fact that Rick, you know, funneled money to this kid, you know, or to his, to his parents, you know, that's one thing. But aside from allegations, that's the only thing that I know has come to light. You know, no real hard facts, you know, really identifying what Rick's involvement was. I mean, yeah, they say that he was the man on the phone or whatever. But, you know, I guess if they locked up those other coaches when all of this popped off, how come he wasn't locked up, you know? How come he wasn't charged? How come he wasn't charged the same charges that they were given if they were doing the same thing that he was doing? So, to me, it's it's unclear exactly – still to this day to me what Rick's involvement was. I mean, I, 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 my initial thought was that, man, you know, Louisville's been doing just fine, you know, not going after five-star recruits. And that's just been Louisville's program. You know, they, they, you know, shied away from the, the, the one and dones, you know, and, um, I, I didn't always agree with that, you know, because I'm like, you know, if these kids can play at the next level, then let them play at the next level, you know. Um, but, you know, th- to me that's always been Louisville's thing. You know, they, they've they never really went out to the one and dones. And, and, I mean, to think that that's the path that we needed to take now to go out there, kid, and, 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 and coerce them into coming to the school by paying them, it's just like, it it just seems hard to 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 phantom, you know what I'm saying, and, and and not only phantom, but just to just to, you know, see that that would be the thinking that he needs to pick up now, you know that okay, this is what we need to do to win now, when we've been winning. I mean, it's not like we're, um, you know, lower level team that hasn't been right. putting wins on the on 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 the, on the stats, you know. So, um, it just didn't really make a lot of sense to me. But, um, you know, as far as him suing the school, um. You know, and and then I have to mention, you know, I think that this this committee that they now have this count, you know, that they have at U of L, um, are a bunch of people that you know really don't have no no real investment in the school. 
So they're making. That's a good point that I was gonna bring yeah, up. Yeah, you know, so they're they're making decisions. I think more because you know whose guys though they, yeah, those, they are. Those those are the governor's guys. Yeah, you know those are Bevin's guys. Yeah, those are Bevin's guys. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, one of the most horrible persons in the world. <laughs> you can tell him I said it. Right. So it's it's like you know when you when you when you um, you know specifically select a group of people to pretty much dismantle you know what has been built at that school like like has like it has happened is is um is it's it's hard to see where um you know the path of their thinking is you know what i'm saying and 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 it just it, it gives off a um you know a, a two-faced you know scenario in a sense to to think that okay they're thinking in the best interest of the school or are they thinking in the best interest of someone else you know and i think it's more in the interest of someone else definitely because if you, a lot of the things that uh, a lot of Rick Pitino's statements that have come out lately have been, you know, he's not upset with the University of Louisville. It's right. the athletics right. department. Right. It's, the department. it's those. It's this new, it's this uh, the new yeah. council that yeah. that Bevin put in there yeah. with people who graduated from the University of Kentucky. Sure. Uh, to like you said, don't have that investment in the University of Louisville. Don't have a, a, a vested interest really to that level at the University of Louisville. So <clears throat> that's what it's. It's a lot of politics involved with it. Definitely feel like they they needed some fall guys, mm -hmm. and that's where Jerry Timbertino came yeah. into play. Um, although I can I I do see both sides of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, let, let's just say, okay, Rick Pitino. Let's say he didn't know about the the escorts. Okay. Let's just say he didn't know about the pay the 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 paying Bowen the money. Okay. How much are you not gonna know about? Right. You like have to you're, have you're, the, you're the head of the. Yeah. I mean that's this is basically the definition of head coach. Of yeah. of, of, of uh, what what did they say? Um, he doesn't have control of the program. Yeah, accountability. You know. So, I get that, but I also say, uh, Ricky P, get your money. Yeah, yeah, get the money. I mean, but you know, and 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 I think that that's really, <coughs> it's it's kind of funny because like I, I think about this, you know, I, I thought about this both ways, you know, as this as this whole thing exploded on the scene, and it made me think back about that interview that he had with, um, who was it? Um, <coughs> The local uh, radio um, was it Terry Miners? Terry Miners. Yeah, that's his best buddy. He gives yeah. him all the interviews. Yeah. Well, he got on there and he said that um, you know basically he made the statement that oh, man, I don't know how we got this kid or you know it kind of fell uh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So it was kind of like you know um, you know he was he was setting up for the level of deniability then and and then like right after that you know it was college game day. He he mentioned it again, and it was kind of like, why do you keep saying this? You know, <laughs> so you know, just just trying to hedge his bets. Yeah, that's what know, we call it. Yeah, you know, just playing devil's advocate. You know what I'm saying? But it was almost like, you know, Rick, did you really know something? Yeah, did you really have your hand in the cookie jar, man? You know, so um, you know, I, I I don't know if he was you know setting up the you know, that deniability in the end. But, I mean, if somebody has taken a federal um, lie detector test. Um, he did pass that, John. Yeah, he passed that test. And um, I think that that really, 
it 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 goes uh, it goes undershadowed, you know, because nobody's saying anything in regards to that, you know. I mean, uh, maybe maybe a local lie detector lie detector test is the same as a Fed's test. I don't know, who knows? But I would think it'd be a little more uh, a little more in depth, you know. And and like I said, I I believe that their investigation would be a lot more uh, thorough you know, uh, with the resources that they have. But like I said, it, it, you know, initially, if they locked those other coaches up, you know, when this first popped off, how come Rick wasn't locked up? How come any of the L coaches weren't locked up that they've alleged were involved in this whole scheme? You know, and um, like I said, it just – it's it's just it just it just doesn't make any sense because I think at the end of the day the fans in the school are the ones that are um, and the kids that that play for the school are the ones that are suffering most you know behind everything you know yeah um, so I mean we'll 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 see how these uh, Rick Pitino's dueling lawsuits <laughs> pan out you know uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely keep everybody updated on 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 the show. Um, let me get uh, the uh, 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 college football. So we're, we're towards the end of the season. Yeah. Every season in college football, the coaching carousel begins. Every season. So for the past couple of weeks, it's been so much speculation about Jimbo Fisher. Is he leaving or is he staying Florida State? And he's had this for the past few seasons. Mm -hmm. Well, this season he's finally gone. So he did resign from Florida State. And it looks like he's taking a job at Texas A&M. They threw a boatload of money at him because they did just let uh, – who was that coach? Was it – it was the black coach. Was it Sumlin? Was his name Kevin Sumlin? Or am I mistaken? Let, let me get to that and make sure I'm not. But, uh, yeah, Texas A&M, they let him go. That's when all the uh, rumors began saying they were going after um, – Jimbo Fisher. So he did resign, accepted the role. Uh, let, me see, let me see. Yeah. So it was, uh, it, it is Kevin Sumlin. So Kevin Sumlin, that was the name of the coach of Texas A&M. He's left. Jimbo Fisher's gone, accepted that role. Uh, there's a lot, well, there have been a lot of rumors that Florida State was now going to go after Oregon's coach. Um, Willie Taggart. Shout out to Willie Taggart. You know, he's a WKU grad, played football there. Uh, he he took West Kentucky to, you know, a lot of wins. Uh, then he left there, went to South Florida, brought South Florida up. Now he's at Oregon. So a lot of people don't know if he's going to stay at Oregon or if he's going to go to Florida State. I think it will be a good look if he did go to Florida State, for one. He's a Florida guy anyway. Uh you know, Jimbo Fisher is out. Um, Tennessee. Tennessee. Nobody wants to coach at Tennessee. Nah. They were on like their fifth or sixth choice. They were actually they actually were going to hire uh, Greg Schiano, but all of the fans and boosters protested, protested that. Protested, yeah, they protested on it. Because they, was, because they said that he was uh, covering up for a paterno at Penn State. Well, and, and, and I think the thing with that is that they're not far away, they're not far enough away from that that is still in the minds of the people. Right. You know, it's still fresh in the minds of the people, you know, what happened at, at Penn State. So it's it's going to be, I think, I think it's going to be hard for 
him to find work right now, you know, for, for a little while. Yeah. You know. So then they tried to get Jeff Brom from Purdue. Yeah. He turned it down. Turned it down. Everybody's turning it down. Yeah. And I think now, I think that they're uh, turning toward, uh, I'm reading that they're looking towards actually Kevin Sumlin now mm. at Tennessee. So, I don't know, man. It's it's it's, it's like this every year, the coaching carousel. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about those fits? And, and another thing, you know, I, I think some people may be saying that maybe Florida State should be looking at Charlie Strong. He's, he's taking South Florida looking real good, too. So, what what do you say? Who should go where? Who's well, in the best situation? Who's in the worst? I think I think um, you know if uh, you know Jimbo goes to uh, was it Texas, Texas A and M. I mean it's I, I I feel like you know he he still has a lot of good years in him still to coach you know possibly you know it's um, you know I mean the wealth of knowledge that that man has you know um, can definitely you know bring any program you know, to, to, uh, to a certain level, you know, to, to compete, you know, so I don't, I don't think that anywhere he lands, man, I, I think it's, um, you know, we're going to see, you know, wins put on the board. Um, is, and, and with the money that they put in behind him, I mean, they, he, he better get those yeah. wins, you know what I'm saying? A lot so, of money. Yeah. So he better get those wins. Um, <clears throat> you know, everybody not wanting to go to, uh, Tennessee. Yeah. And, I mean, it's 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 the program, you know. Um, you know, when you really they think, just fired the AD too, did they? Yeah, I think they well, brought one of the old ones back though. Well, when you look at the program, I mean, what have they really done? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's not it's not, it's not appealing to 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 even think that a coach would want to go there. You know, I mean, we're talking about a rebuilding program, and who at 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 a certain level, man, once you reach, I think once you reach a certain level, who really wants to go backwards, you know, to have to rebuild a program nowadays when they know they really don't have to, you right. know, when they know that there are top jobs that will be coming along, you know, if they just hold out, you know, and I, I think, you know, that's what we see a lot of times with these coaches, man, that, you know, they know that there are top schools that they would love to go to. And it's just a matter of them abiding their time, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and potentially getting that opportunity to go there, you know. Um, I mean, I hate that we got rid of Strong, you know. But well, 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 we didn't get rid of him. Well, yeah, I hate that Strong left. He left us. <laughs> I mean, I, I do too because yeah, I did you know. like him as a coach. Yeah. I hate that he left us and went to Texas because, yeah. listen, I don't want to wish anything negative on any brothers, but – I never felt like Texas was the place for him to go. Right. Like the expectations at Texas are out of this world mm -hmm. and they shouldn't have those expectations sure. because they're not the same Texas from years past. From years past, right, right. So I didn't feel like it was the right fit and they would run him out of Texas. Unfortunately, I was right mm -hmm. and they ran him out. Mm -hmm. and, but when he took the job at South Florida, I thought that's the perfect place for him. Yeah. He's a Florida guy. He's, he's got Florida the Florida guy. pipeline. Right. And look how good he's had yeah. him now. So now he's getting interest again. So I just feel like they have to be in the right situations or whatnot. I, I, I was a big fan of Charlie Strong. But, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. That's, what it that's is. how it goes. Yeah. Um, I would really love eventually for Jeff Brown to be Louisville's football coach. Man, it would be perfect, you know. So. I mean, just the invested interest, you know, in, in, 
and you knew it would be there, you know. Of, of course. You know. So, I mean, that'll be dope. We'll, we'll see where all these other coaches land. Uh, we'll take one, uh, one more quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the Ball and Beast podcast. Again, thanks for holding with us over that little break. Uh, welcome back to the Ball and Beats podcast. Once again, I'm your host, B. Spence, here with my guests here today, Joe from J. Lewis Photography. What up? Uh, so we're going to get into a few of our hip-hop topics here. Uh, well, the first one we're going to get into, I think it's pretty much what everybody's been talking about for the past week. Uh, Cameron did drop a new mixtape a couple weeks ago called The Program. Uh, one of the tracks... I, w- I wouldn't say that it was a diss towards Mace, but he did tell a story about Mace that wasn't highly favorable to Mace. Right. So, you know, Mace, unexpectedly out of nowhere, everybody was shocked and surprised by it, came Shit out the internet. with a scathing diss record toward Cameron, which has been probably one of the best diss records in maybe the past 10 years. Uh, so let I- I'll give my opinion first on that one. Mm-hmm. Mace killed dude. Mace killed him out all the way. I was shocked. I didn't know Mace still had that in him. <laughs> you know, he went from, you know, Pastor Betha right. back to Murder Mace. To Murder you know, Mace. It, it, it was all back Harlem World, Children of the Corn, all of that good stuff. Uh, you know, so so after Mace put out his track, Cam put out another one. I'm not going to – I will say it. It was garbage. Mm-hmm. It was garbage because, first of all, he didn't mix it, so it just didn't sound good. Right. And, I mean, I guess, it, you know, Cam said that he was just saying facts and everybody knows that he said it was true, but eh, it just wasn't entertaining, man. Mm-hmm. just wasn't entertaining. So uh, uh, let me get your take on that. Well, I, I'm i with you on that, Mace, uh, you know, you know, gunning back and uh, <laughs> and I mean putting him to rest, man. Because I mean, it, it when I when I first heard it, I was just like, damn, man, this is this is the old mace right here, you know. That was saying? out the blue. And 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 like I said, I 
I had heard the uh, Cameron album, you know what I'm saying, and uh, heard the track, you know, and and it was just like I didn't I didn't think Mace was gonna come back and say nothing about nobody it, you know what I'm because Cam's been talking about him for 15 for, years, right, for the longest, and Mace so, has not said and not nothing. said a word, you know. Um, and 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 like I said, man, he he came back, he spit that fire on him, man, and um, I think I think you know. You know, piggybacking off of what you were saying about, um, you know, Cam's verse about spitting up the facts and whatever. But at at some point in time, you know, to me, the dopest the dopest diss ever has still, you know, in my mind, is No Vaseline by Cube. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I think I think you know, for Cam to come back, you know, what I'm saying to spit just facts, it's like. You can't just spit facts, man. You got to spit it in an entertaining manner. You got to come hard, you know. Bro. And and it has to be right. It has to be laid out right. You know what I'm saying? To where you know the punchlines is 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 really vivid. You know what I'm saying? And and um, you know you really you really attacking back. You know what I'm saying? It just really it, when I was listening to it, it just really wasn't like it was no attack back to it. It kind of you know it kind of feels like he wasn't really all that into it to me. Right? Like he just. It seems like he he was just interested just together, in it. Yeah. Know, let me just uh, uh, let together. me go ahead and just put a disc right. back out real quick. I, I can't let that ride. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So let me just say this. You know what I'm saying? Put this out. And um, but like I said, it I, I felt I, I I was looking for more out of Cam. You know, I really was. I, yeah, I, I, mean, I was looking for a lot because more. Because when you out think of all the, you know, all the all the disc records that he's put out against the against the Nas's and and, yeah. and the Jay Z's. Like this Ooh. one was like didn't compare to none of those. None of them. Like none it was so funny when they when he did the he was doing the Jay Z this and it was telling them, Yo, you you out here with the open toe chant clatters right. with the right. jeans on. Like I'm dying See, at that, bro. You know, those are facts, but that's like that's the that's the stuff that you know didn't when come you, with when you that. put that out, you know, you 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 peaking people's interest, you know what I'm saying? In a in a sense of like, oh, but Cam, he's he's really spitting something on this one, you know what I'm saying? He's 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 really being creative with it, and and, and I think that that's really what it was for me. I didn't hear I didn't hear any real creativity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out of what he came back with, you know. So yeah, Mace just baked do something together real quick. Yeah, Mace baked him on that one, man. He he put him to bed on. I that think one. Mace was preparing for 15 years for that anyway. Yeah, he so, probably was. He probably you was, know, right? you know, what I'm saying had to build that. Up, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh so so let me see uh else in the hip hop what else in the hip hop world uh you know a uh, 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 former you know rap manager Jimmy Henchman uh he after he was granted a new trial last year for the murder for hire case uh he's just been found guilty once again uh so for 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 anybody that that, that may not know about the whole situation it was of course it was years ago uh he was managing the game at the time so the game at 50 cent were going through the beef back then uh i guess it was some some 50 cent affiliates and tony ayo you know found jimmy henchman's son <laughs> slapped him smacked across him the up. face yeah. Yeah, smacked him uh up. so one of those guys ended up getting killed mm -hmm. so that's what jimmy henchman was on trial for so i believe this was actually <clears throat> Excuse me. I believe this was actually his third trial. I think the first one ended in a mistrial. The second one, he was convicted, but it was granted a new one on appeal. Mm -hmm. And so now he's convicted. 
twenty plus year sentence. He's also been convicted of of massive drug selling and all of that Rico as stuff. well. Yeah. So pretty much, dude is never getting out. Um. So what I want to ask you about that when it goes to the murder for hire. How can I phrase the question? Do you think that he just can't escape that lifestyle or did he just feel the need to flex his muscle like he's still big time? I mean, um, <laughs> I, I think, he, you know, he's flexing that muscle, man. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think that it was hard for him to, you know, get away from that that, and, and also get away from that lifestyle. You know, like, you know, I say he'd been in it for so long that, um, you know, when you, when you, you know, have that type of power, man, you, it's it's like a drug, you know what I'm saying? And, um, unless you detox out of it, you know what I'm saying? You, you're going to use it, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, but speaking from a parent perspective, I mean, you know, yeah, that's different from see, a parent and, perspective. And, 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 and I think that that's where it kind of, it, it, it walks that line, you know, that, you know, but see, for me, I would want to put my hands on that person personally. personally right. I, I wouldn't. So, yeah, I wouldn't want, I, you know, and, and not to say that, you know, I would want to see somebody dead or anything. But, you know, um, that level of punishment wouldn't be necessary. Man. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, and that's if, and, and that's if that's, you know, what he did, you know. Um, but like I said, from a a parent perspective, I mean, I, I definitely would want to uh, address the issue personally, you know what I'm saying? And for whatever reason that he didn't, you know, whatever the case may have been, but I, I don't think that he was able to escape, you know, the, 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 um, the lifestyle man and, and, and the mentality that he, that he carried and walked with, you know, cause I mean, he has, yeah. he has that reputation and he's been in it for a <coughs> long time. Yeah. Cause so, like, you know, two, Tupac, Tupac said that that's who set him up, yeah. you know, so yeah. So I mean, it's it's um, it's, it's almost a reoccurring thing for him, you know, and 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 I think you know, when you when you get to a certain level, man, of success, it's it's either you know you, you 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 do things that you know move in a certain way that's going to keep you successful, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, evidently, there's a lot of people out here that don't understand that, um, you know, there's there's success, and then there's, you know doing the things that you've been doing all this time, you know what I'm saying, to get you to where you're at, you know, and, and how how much do you want to keep the success and, and keep the lifestyle, you know, rather right. than going back to... Example, Suge know, Knight. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Prime example, you know, um, he's somebody that couldn't, you know, separate the two, you know what I'm saying, couldn't get both his feet out the, out the way, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, you know, we see where he's at right now, you know. I'm going to talk about that one episode, about the whole situation that he's in there, because I have a, probably a different opinion than most people on that. Yeah, Shug ain't really too tough now. So. No, no, he ain't tough at all right now. Uh, let me see, let me see. Oh, yeah, so they just came out and announced T.I. and Jeezy is finally going to put together this collaboration album. Um, you excited coming, about man. that? You ready for that? Yeah, I'm definitely ready for it. I mean, um <laughs> I, I I think it's gonna be uh it should be it should be pretty huge, man. I mean it it's uh you got two of the, the um you know, the icons of Atlanta rap, you know what I'm saying? 
uh, finally coming together in the studio, you know, to do do a collab. And uh, you know, I, th- I think I think you know it's it's um, you know it's something new, to, you know, to the to the scene and and um, you know just to to hear them spit, you know, um, you know, and do what they do, man. I mean, it, it should be pretty pretty epic, you know. I think. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, it doesn't turn into, you know, just the opposite of that, though, you know. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, both of them, you know, I imagine, you know, I know T.I., you know, he he comes off as having a pretty big ego, you know. And, and I think Jeezy comes off as having a pretty big ego as well, you know. So, um, hopefully it's not an ego competition, the whole yeah, album. you know, yeah. the whole album, you know what I'm saying. I, I hope that they come, you know, come together and able to produce some really good music for the people, you know, to... Um, to, to, to take in, you know, and, uh, cause it, it definitely will be something different, you know, that, that, um, you know, that we haven't seen it. And, and I don't know, I, th- I think, you know, Atlanta rappers, you know, they, you know, they, they, they probably will be able to pull it off. You know, I think, I think they'll be able to pull it off. You know, it would be so dope if we can get trap music, T.I. Mm-hmm. and, Thug Motivation One Hundred One, Jesus. One Hundred One. If they can bring that, yeah, that, that'll be an instant classic. Yeah, be epic. But I don't think either one of them are at that well, place not the, anymore. Yeah, they no longer in so, that place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I, I still definitely think that it'll be dope. It's probably two of the top Atlanta rappers ever. Mm-hmm. You know, not including like Outkast. Right. Uh, can I think of anybody else? No, I think it's really outcast T.I. Jeezy. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and not to say that they're the only ones, but, I mean, yeah. they. they I mean, some other the dope top, ones, but, yeah, like, the, the pinnacle. But yeah, that pinnacle yeah, of, 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 of what Atlanta rap is, yeah. You know who never got the his just due from Atlanta is Stat Quo. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Got to plug in Killer Mike. Killer Mike, but see, Killer Mike <laughs> actually gets a ton of accolades. Though. Yeah, yeah, he do, he do. He, it, because he is solid. He's dope when it comes to the music, mm-hmm. and he's definitely woke mm-hmm. when it comes to social issues. Yeah, definitely. Stat Quo gets no just yeah, do. Stat, stat, yes. Yeah, like Stat, Stat is dope. Stat to me is he's not he what he's not even your typical Atlanta rapper, right? Like he's like so lyrical. Like yes. you, you have like when it comes to to to, to the lyricists in Atlanta, you have Andre three thousand, mm-hmm. and to me you have Stat Quo. Right. But a lot of people have never listened to him. Yeah, they slept on him, man. When he and like I, I'm so up because I mean he was signed the he was signed the Shady mm-hmm. album never came out. Right. And so, man, I just wish he got a lot more shine because yeah. he he was super dope, man. Like. I never heard a lyricist like that from Atlanta. Right. So, you know, we'll we'll be waiting on the TIG's collaboration. Definitely waiting on that. Uh, Man, it's been a lot of good music coming out recently, too. Mm, I had to get in some of them on the episode. Yeah. Uh, We're going to go ahead and uh, uh, wind this episode on down uh, with my man Joe from J. Lewis Photography. Go ahead, let let everybody know how they can contact you if they need to get in contact with you. If you need no photos, you can reach out to me on uh, Joe Lewis on Facebook or uh, J. Lewis Photography on Facebook as well. Um, if you're on Instagram, um, J. Lewis underscore photography. Um, 
you can either email me or call me directly from Instagram. Uh, give me a follow. I'll follow back and uh, check out the work. <clears throat> I'm uh, doing anything that uh, comes my way for real, man. And, um, you know, the prices are solid, uh, negotiable, and uh, I'm, I'm very easy to work with, you know, and uh, just looking for, you know, um, great people to work with, you know, and, and, and able to continue to grow and, and, and uh, progress, you know, in what I'm doing. So uh, just uh, I'll let me, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, any, anybody want to send a shout out to us something real quick before we go? Uh, send a shout out to Louisville, man. You know what I'm saying? To the city, man. You know what I'm saying? We we, we, uh, we represent the city, man. And uh, definitely trying to continue putting us on the map. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, shout out to the, to Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? Your old boy Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the affiliates. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, shout out to DJ Equip. You know what I'm saying? And uh, much appreciation for last night. You know what I'm saying? And uh, bringing me into the folds of of um you know what I'm saying what was a great time for me you know and um just shout out to everybody out there doing something positive man and and, and making waves you know what I'm saying and and got movements going on man and and they're trying to do something better with themselves man you know that's what's up that's what's up man uh so uh you know once again I'm your host B Spence the hostess with the no nah, I'm not a hostess the host yeah. with the most with the yeah most. like pause yeah <laughs> tripping uh <laughs> uh once again of course you can you, you can definitely find me on facebook uh under you know real government name it's just britain spence you can also find the podcast page on facebook under the ball and beats podcast again that's the ball and beats podcast beats with a z uh you can find us on uh instagram as well the ball and beats podcast uh any type of feedback you want to give if it's negative or positive you know, it doesn't matter what it is. I'll read any of them on the air. You can send that to the Ball and Beats podcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, you know, make sure to give us a like, give us a share, give us a five-star review, you know. Uh, also, just to make sure, you can you can definitely find the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Google Play Music. You can also find it on Stitcher. Uh, so you can go ahead and subscribe that, give some 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 decent reviews on there. Uh, and you know we're just gonna go ahead and wrap it up uh once again thank y'all for taking the time to listen to the podcast we'll keep coming up with uh with dope content for you till then y'all keep it easy be easy 100 Trying to do is get money. Let us pray. I came.
songs on some other shit. It was funny, they wanted me to do another bit. But all them niggas is bullshit, it's up a bunch of with this and you'll feel that lightning and thunder hit. I'm one with this drum, I spit H3 tumbling, but I can put the gun down. Young man rumbling. Chill. One thing about me, I hustle, I'm trying to get some change. Keep it a secret to the police, don't mention my name. Keep it 1,000 where my I ain't gonna never change. Gotta keep it on me daily. 